Welcome back, everybody. Balls and Beards podcast, episode number 21, about to tip off already. Sports guy Chris, I'm here once again with my good friend Mikey. How are you doing today, Mikey? Hey, Chris, I am doing A-OK. Nice, man, nice, man. So we've got, you know, a heavy dose of NBA talk today. We've got a lot of big Lakers news, you know, some timetables coming out for the return of AD and LeBron. And, of course, on Saturday... The Lakers, you know, put a little beat down on the Nets, little yeah, surprise fashion. But, you know, hey, that was a big victory. Uh, Kuzma was out that game as well. So, um, you know, that's what we're going to start out with. We got some good Laker talk here, and I'm going to turn it over to Mikey right away. He's going to jump in, take us through those timetables for the return of the big stars, and talk to us a little bit more about that beat down of the Nets the other night. That little bit of a surprise. Mikey, the yeah. floor is yours, my friend. Oh, my goodness gracious. Thank you, Chris. Oh, of course, yeah, of course. So, um, you know, that was, I, I didn't ex- anticipate that, uh, that <laughs> yeah, win either. <laughs> uh, against, against the Nets. Um, you know, that was, that was a big win. We, we got big-time contributions from, from everybody down, down you know. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. A, it was a good game for, for Andre Drummond, um, you know, double-double status. Yeah. Um, you know, I think that it shows... I think honestly, I I think it shows more about the the Brooklyn Nets than um, I, I think that you know one of the the caveats about all of the big names that have joined the Nets squad over the last couple of months, you know, has been their lack of a center, has been their lack of a big and down low, and multiple yeah. times over the course of that game, you saw Drummond just absolutely beasting Lamar Aldridge. Yeah, they had zero yeah. answer. For zero Drummond. answers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so you know, I mean, Drummond's six foot ten. You know, I mean, he, he he's he's a little hefty, but you know, Lamar Lamarcus couldn't do anything. Jeff no. Green couldn't do anything. No, I mean, these guys absolutely got demolished. You totally you know, agree. By Drummond. Yeah, and yep. you know, you constantly saw Drummond doing the you know he's too small for me celebration. You know, all this other kind of stuff. So if you're the Nets, you got serious concerns there. I, yeah, I, mean, it, that I agree. That exploited those concerns, and yep. if you are the Milwaukee Bucks, yeah. if you are the Philadelphia 76ers, yeah. you know, with Joel Embiid, you're chomping at the bit to play the Nets. Yeah. Because, you know, the Lakers just beat down the the Nets by 25 points on their home floor. Yeah, at Barclays and granted, Center. And granted, Kyrie Irving got ejected, Dennis Schroeder got ejected in the third they did, quarter. Yeah. They were jawing at each other, you know, whatever else. So you're taking away... But the thing is, is that it's not like LeBron and AD were playing. So it's not like you took out... Schroeder has been one of our best players yeah, yeah, the last yeah. you know week or you know week plus. So you took away one of our primary our primary ball handling option, one of our primary scoring options in the third quarter when there's still more than enough time. Oh left, yeah, and you have an AD or a KD, sorry, who's playing good basketball. Yeah. So yeah, you're the supposed better team. Yeah. The Nets are the supposed yeah. you know according to Vegas these are the guys that are supposed to be winning the championship. You know whatever, yes. blah blah blah. Yes. Yeah. And you know again if you are the Sixers, if you are the Milwaukee Bucks, if you are, let me see here, if you are the Atlanta Hawks, Clint Capella has been on a tear as of late. And yeah, he's Hawks been playing been great. Good point, Mike. Absolutely, yeah. you know, they've been a beast of a team. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10 games, which is the same record as the Nets, but the Hawks are playing good basketball. They and, are. And, they and, are. you know, finally Nate McMillan has taken that squad, and, you know, they. I think they're turning into the team that people thought they should have been. Yeah, I um, agree. Totally. Now, granted, you know, we, we had our concerns about the, the letting go letting go of Lloyd Pierce and things of that nature. But we did, yeah. Again, yeah. I mean, you know, 
he's winning basketball. Yeah. So it's hard to argue against that. But yeah, totally. You know, but yeah, I mean, if you're Clint Capella, if you're Boston, you might not have that traditional big, but you got enough guys that could give problems to the Celtics. Yeah, in, absolutely. Down, down yes. Low. If yes. you're Miami with Bam Adebayo, you know, yeah. you're you're looking at that. You know, if you're the New York Knicks, you know, that's the thing. The Lakers went out and beat the Nets by 25 points, and then we promptly lost to the Knicks. But that Knicks squad, Tom Thibodeau, they were packing the paint. They were they were swarming around Andre yeah. Drummond. Active they arms. Him active hands. Active, yeah. you know, they were just active defensively. So, I mean, what's to say that the Knicks wouldn't give them problems? Yeah, the yeah. Game series? Not that they would win necessarily. But right, again, right. I think the Lakers proved and sh- gave a blueprint to other teams in the Eastern Conference you know, ways in which you could beat this Nets squad. I totally agree. Um, yep. And, you know, yeah, they're, they're going to let them fly. The Nets are going to let it fly. They're going to score points, obviously. But, if you again, the problem is if you can't stop anybody, you know, then then what good is your offense? So, and then totally Lakers agree, Mikey. have one of the best yes. defenses. And have, yes, even still. Even without LeBron still and Still one of the top the, two. Exactly. Yep. So, you know what? Big win. Big win for us. Lost to the Knicks, lost some of that momentum. We just picked up that win against the Hornets. Got the guy back with the Hornets. Yeah, it's another that was nice win. Last game of this road trip. We got a big game coming up tomorrow against yeah. the Boston Celtics. There's going to be fans in the stands at Staples Center. All right. We're hanging up our championship banner. Oh, finally, there we go. Finally, man. Band, yeah. Man. Um, so fans will be there for that. Um, Alex nice, Crusoe, man. Crusoe in the post game yesterday. He was stoked to have fans back in good, the stands. Good, good. You know, it'll be awesome to see that. Totally um, agree. You know, totally agree. I'm happy I'll be off work in time to be able to catch that game. But yeah, nice, man. I, I man. Mean, it, it, you know. I like where the Lakers are sitting. It was a big Nets that that was a big Nets win um, for us. Totally, and, dude. Uh, I, I like where we're at. I, I do. Nice, man. I saw a lot. Of, I mean, obviously, a lot of great things in that game. Eight guys in double figures. I yeah, mean, ben that was, was a beast. phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Macklemore, sure. like you pointed out, 17 and 23 minutes. I want to say that was his second game since joining the Lakers. I mm-hmm. might be mistaken, mm-hmm. but it was one of his first, you know, forays out there in a Laker uniform, and he played really good. Um, yeah, you touched on it. Yeah, Kyrie got ejected, but so did Schrader, and he yeah. was playing really good. And yeah. and I, and definitely your, you know, you could you could make the argument like you said, your best player available to you guys on the court. So, but you're right, the the blueprint was there, and just like we talked about when the Nets acquired Lamar, Lamarcus Aldridge, that dude can't cover anybody. Yeah. You know, at this point, he can't cover a fence post. Sorry, he can't. Like mm-hmm. his defense is atrocious. Blake Griffin offered them nothing in that game. I think he scored two points in all the minutes he was on the floor. So the concerns that we brought up, and a lot of people, not everybody, but about these guys, you didn't get Blake Griffin from four years ago. You didn't get LaMarcus Aldridge, the the Trailblazers version. You got the guy who can't play defense anymore. You you hinted on it. The blueprint's out there, man. Drummond tore him up. He had 20 and 11, and, and it was a pretty effortless 20 and 11 yes, from what I saw. So, mm-hmm. um, But, yeah, a big win for the Lakers and a bad loss for the Nets, yeah. definitely. Like yeah. you said, blueprint's out there. Um, yeah, man, I, I'm I'm a little less, you know, I was not really scared of this team, but, you know, their offensive firepower for sure. But that defense was always going to be the big question mark in, you know, there's no guarantee all three of these guys are going to be on the court together for a full playoff series either. Right. There's nothing's happened right. this season to make me believe that that's going to happen. Yeah, so yeah. maybe it will, but um, you never know. And uh, yeah, man. Um, as soon as it seems like they get somebody back, they lose somebody. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. seems like is happening. So, um, and then, you know, hey, you get in Kyrie's head and, you know, maybe you get him ejected and, uh, you know, yeah. that could change uh, how a, a series goes too. But yeah, yeah man, big win, big, big win. Uh, definitely. 
Yeah, um, and then and then on piggybacking on that with the Lakers news, um, you know, word on the street is is that we could be AD's going to get reevaluated yeah, no. tomorrow. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and and the, Adrian Wojnarowski was reporting that you know he might be back depending on how the evaluation goes, which his last one his last one went really well. So you know, there's talk that he could be back within a week to ten days, seven to ten days. Wow. He could be back on the lake on the on the floor for the Lakers. You know, LeBron seems to be about two to three weeks out. Um, you know, but I think getting AD back, um, I think is a couple things. I, I think one of them, I think it's, it's more crucial to the success of the Lakers. Yeah. Getting him acclimated. Yeah. Acclimated I agree. And, I agree. You know, especially with the new starting center and Andre. Yeah. Yeah. I think getting those guys to play together, getting those two guys to kind of learn each other a little bit before LeBron comes back would probably be beneficial. Ah, totally. Um, I, I think that, you know, LeBron is going to do LeBron things. And yeah, when LeBron yeah. has the ball in his hands, you know, he's going to make things happen. It's not like we're this, you know, a Detroit Pistons team from 2004 or something like that where there's a system in place that's predicated on certain things. You know, when LeBron's on the floor and LeBron's got the ball, LeBron's going to do LeBron things. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, of course. You know, he's going to be able to <laughs> seamlessly kind of fit into there and, and be able to work it. Yeah, he's got new teammates. He's got, you know... He's going to have to learn the same kind of things that he did when he first came to the Lakers where he's going to have to learn where guys like the ball, you know, sure, kind of sure. with Ben McLemore, you know, coming in and, and whatnot. But again, really, you know, you didn't do a whole, you didn't change the blueprint a whole lot. So again, LeBron's going to do LeBron things. So that's fine. Getting AD back is going to be huge. It's going to be a huge boost for the Lakers offensively. I mean, we've struggled offensively. We've been in the bottom five teams in terms of offensive efficiency. We barely moved the needle over like a point per 100%. Like, it, it's just insane. Like, the point, like, it's just, we don't score a whole lot. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> you know, but, yeah, you know, and, but yeah. like the Nets win. I mean, we put up 126 yeah. points versus 101 for the Nets. Yeah. But again, that was so much just, you know, Ben McLemore was hitting threes. You know, guys were, Mark, Mark Morris was hitting shots, you know. I mean, oh, yeah. Obviously, Drummond, you know, 20 and 11. Yeah. You know, they were doing things. And so our offense was clicking, and that's what that—that's the thing, and, and that's been evident since our injuries is that our offense can click. Kuzma and all those guys—they can get it clicking and get it going, and we can have those games where we look absolutely sure. unbeatable, even without LeBron and AD. And then we have the games that we just suck and we can't put the ball in the hole. <laughs> yeah, and we go yeah. through long stretches without scoring. Yeah. You know, kind of like what happened against the Knicks, but. You know, it, um, it's good to hear that you know those guys are close to being back. We've got oh, twenty absolutely. games left in the yes. season before the playoffs ramp up. So you know it'll be really good to get those guys back. Yeah, we're sitting on fifty-five games right now. Um, so yeah, it'll be nice to get those guys back with seventeen games. You know, they'll have about ten to twelve games, I would imagine, before they you know when they by the time they come back. Yeah. Um, for the for the playoffs. So man, I you know I'm happy about that. Absolutely. I don't think anybody wants to see us going come playoff time, Chris. No, I don't think so no. either. No, no. I mean, we um, we were we were talking about a little bit before we hit record, and and you know, you had um, you were talking about a very interesting scenario about how teams may even you know try to avoid the Lakers seating wise here coming down the stretch, and and I could totally see that. I mean, you know, we said if you all of a sudden are, are a team that managed to improve this year and you got a two, three, or four seed in the Western Conference and your reward could possibly be playing the defending champion Lakers right. for your opening round series. Yeah, not much of a reward for your improvement right. Right. And, and making the playoffs. So uh, definitely, I think that'll be interesting. But 
Uh, yeah, I agree with you, man. I don't think anybody's going to want to see the Lakers uh, at all. Even even if even if these guys they bring him back even slower, and you know what I mean, like yeah. there's even less acclimation time. Even still, um, I you're not going to want to see the Lakers. No, no, no way, no I mean, way. Look, no LeBron way. has such a, and and I think that all has to do. It has, Yes, it's the Lakers and it's the defending champion. But like, I mean, LeBron James has shown over the course of his career with Miami, with Cleveland, you know, that in particular that you know this is a dude that you just it doesn't really matter where his seating is. I mean, yeah, his it doesn't. Yeah, in the playoffs. exactly. Yeah. And really, you know, you look at you look at the way that the Western Conference in particular is stacked. There's not a lot of guys right now that have the kind of playoff experience that LeBron has in the yeah. Western Conference, no, right? Yeah, so, totally, totally. you know, outside of maybe Kawhi Leonard, the, yeah. there isn't very many guys that have, I mean, Steph Curry too, but you know, yeah. currently the, 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 the Warriors are 10th in the Western Conference. Say, they're so, just going to be in a know, fight to we'll get in that play. We'll see where they're at, yeah. but like, you know, and yeah, I mean, Curry just went off for 52 points or whatever yep. it was. He yep. passed Wilt Chamberlain for the all-time scoring list in Warriors history. So kudos to Steph. Yeah, Curry yeah. That. Shout out to Steph for that. Absolutely. Um, but, you know, I, I mean, outside of Kawhi and outside of Steph, I'm looking at right now, there's not a lot of guys, you know, outside of LeBron that have the experience come playoff time. Yeah. And, and then yep. even then, those guys don't even have the success rate. Yeah, that LeBron does. Good point. So you're absolutely right. I mean, if you're these, you know, if you're the Jazz, if you're the Suns, if you're the Clippers, you know, um, the Nuggets, which we'll touch on here in a second. Yes, they yes. got some devastating news yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you, do you really want to um, match up with these guys? And if you're Frank Vogel, it doesn't really matter where you land. Yeah, no, I you, mean, you, you, you yeah, exactly. No, you've got healthy LeBron and a healthy AD. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No, it just exactly. Matter. Yep. So you know um, that'll be it'll be fascinating. It'll be fascinating to see you know do the Jazz keep their foot on the gas and you know continue pushing and try and get that that top seed. Um, you know, I mean, they still have um, the best record in the NBA. So you know, if you're the that's Jazz, true, yes. I think that if you're thinking about like, because that's the other thing. You know, if you genuinely think you have a chance to make the NBA Finals and compete for a championship. If I'm the Jazz, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I would try and you know take the opposite approach. I, I would try and just meet the boy. I would try and I totally yeah just, yeah you know, yeah head yeah, on. yeah you know I mean if you're and why would you risk not having especially this year without the bubble right where you yes. actually have yes. and with fans coming yes. back yeah where you actually have a home court good why point why would you risk that home court advantage yeah just so you don't play the Lakers which you would have to play eventually. Yeah. And do you really want to play the Lakers in a second or third round where yeah. they've had a chance to, you know, blow past the first yeah, round team yeah, that's and true. maybe get some momentum going? I don't know. Do you, if the yeah. Lakers swept their first round series, let's say, right? Yeah. And that second round series, they're sitting there resting, but your first round series, this is just Team X, right? Yeah. That first round series takes you to seven games and you win. Yeah. Yeah, now and, and yeah. now you're now you're 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 tired. Now you go you have a day or two, you know, a couple days rest before your next series starts. The Lakers are sitting there rested. Yeah, not not the ideal scenario. Do you really want that? And 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 then again, if you have championship aspirations and you've got the 76ers sitting over there in the East, you've got the Nets sitting over there in the East. Yeah. You know, I mean, yes, we just talked about the Nets and their potential struggles with big men. Rudy Gobert is a big man. Yeah, he is. Is. yeah, he's a big yeah, man. yeah. So, you know, if you're if you're the Jazz or the Suns and you genuinely have aspirations, 
do you really want to have a seventh game in the NBA Finals, hypothetically speaking, yeah. on Brooklyn's floor? Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah, that's a great Joel point. Embiid in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah, Just those are good points. Just because you want to avoid the Lakers, Lakers in the first right? Round? Right. Yeah, I don't. I totally agree. You know, I, I totally agree. If I'm the Jazz and I'm the Suns, I think I just go pedal to the metal right now because, as you were just touching on, both of those teams have better records than anybody in the East right now. Phoenix yeah. Suns are better than the Nets. Mm-hmm. Phoenix Suns mm-hmm. are better than the Sixers this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's hard to believe because they're still. People are talking about the Suns, but they're not. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like, it, they're still kind of little under the radar, you know? But as far as a legitimate contender goes. And I get it. I mean, you know, yeah. it's a team that didn't even make the playoffs last year. So yeah. the improvement's certainly there. But those are great points, Mikey. You know, when you're trying to do this to avoid hypothetical A and right. and whatever else, I, I'm with you. You just... You gotta play who's in front of you. You I gotta mean, play who's in front like, of you either just way. Like in the college yeah. tournament, it yeah. Matters. yeah. You gotta play who's in front That's of you. That's it. Yeah. And you... you know, if you're the better team, you're gonna come out. You yeah. Know? I mean, yeah. you got the coaching staff, you got all that kind of stuff. You have a seven game yes. series for crying and out loud. And sometimes it breaks your way and sometimes it doesn't. Look at Houston, the Houston Cougars, their run yeah. to the final four is a great example. They didn't have to play a single digit seed. It's just the way the bracket broke, yeah. right? Right. They got the upsets all the way along. They're playing twelve seeded Oregon State to go to the final four in a scenario in the Elite Eight when normally you're playing a one-seed or a two-seed or right, a three-seed. Right, right. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It just happened to shake out that way. That, like, never happens. Yeah. But who knows, you know? If Houston went into the tournament going, I don't really want to be a two-seed because I right. don't want to play whoever in the second round and got the three-seed, well, guess what? It wouldn't have shook out that way, and they might have lost right away. So. Yeah, exactly. Different scenario with, with college, of course, but point in hand is it, it, it can get dicey when you're trying to you know deal with hypotheticals sure. and instead of like I like your approach especially for those top two teams because I don't I don't think the Lakers are going to end up the eight seed I really don't no. so I don't think if you're if you're again you the interesting question of if there are four or five Utah could meet them in the second round but who knows? Utah could have to play the Warriors or the Mavs in the first round, sure. and you got to keep your. You better be focused right. on that because that's not going to be a cakewalk. Right, absolutely. So I don't think it matters who you draw. I think that 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 Western Conference is going to be a beast all the way right. around. I mean, right. you know, maybe you go, hey, I'd rather play the Trailblazers, and then Dame goes crazy and scores fifty a game, and you get swept, and you're like, right. well, maybe I should, we we wish we wouldn't have played. We would have been better off the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude, yeah. definitely. Well, definitely. I mean, you know, that brings up some interesting things, you know. I mean, you've got, you know, down the stretch here, you know, um, you know, like you said, I mean, you know, you've got the Utah Jazz. I mean, they've, they've put up this stellar body of work up to this yeah. point yes. in, in the Western Conference, and they have the league's best record. And, you know, I think Quinn Snyder should be getting, you know, coach of the year, you know, consideration. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, definitely. You know, and, and, I, and I think it's kind of a shame that, like, Donovan Mitchell is not getting more MVP consideration. Because yeah, I agree. He's been the best player on the floor for them. Um, yeah. They've had other guys stepping up. I mean, Jordan Clarkson, I think he should be in the sixth man of the year running. Definitely. You know, I mean, they've yeah. got a lot of yeah. good things going for them. But, you know, again, you know, how how is that going to play out, you know, um, come playoff time? Uh, yeah. You know, they're... You know, their defense has been absolutely stellar. Rudy Gobert anchoring that defense. But Rudy Gobert has yet to really kind of prove his worth in the playoffs. His defense has not necessarily translated well into the playoffs. That's true. Um, yeah. You know, I, I think that, you know, but they're playing hard and, and they're playing well. So, you know, it's hard to kind of 
question that. You know, like you bring up the Phoenix Suns. I mean, you know, the Phoenix Suns, they're 9-1. and one. They're the hot, currently, in the last 10 games, they're the hottest team in the NBA um, over that 10-game stretch. Yeah. You know, Chris Paul just moved up on the list of all-time steals leaders. Um, you know, but only six teams since the NBA-ABA merger have reached the NBA Finals after missing the postseason the previous year. So... The precedent is to, not there for yeah. the Suns to make it. So again, like you know, even taller point, task. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's not like this. It shouldn't matter if the Suns have to play the Lakers or not. I mean, you've got a you've got a uphill climb. You know, climb anyway. Exactly. Um, and yep. then my added point is that, and you know, Clipper Clippers fans can attest to this. Hornets fans can attest to this. Chris Paul doesn't have a great track record. Houston fans can attest to this. Yeah. Chris Paul's record in the playoffs is not good. No. You no. Know? Is he a no. Hall of Famer? Yeah, but he's not yeah. a guy that's gotten the job done. In no, the playoffs. No. So, you know, the Suns are hitching their wagon to Chris Paul to get him over that hump and put him in. And they are. They're, they're you know, like you said, the second best team in the NBA yeah. record-wise. They're the hottest team in the last 10 games. Yep. DeAndre Ayton seems to finally get it. Yeah. You know, you, you got Jay Crowder down there. You know, you got Devin Booker playing Devin Booker-level basketball, and he's probably even kicked it up a notch. Yep. Um, just in terms of his overall play. I mean, you know, they've got good things going on. Yeah, there, yeah, them, absolutely, you know, yeah. But... You know, again, I'm not convinced. Chris Paul still has to prove that he can get over the hump and get into a conference final. He, he still has to prove that. And, you know, uh, Monty Williams is an excellent coach, uh, but we're going to find out how good. We're going to find out, is this a mirage? We're going to find out, you know, all those kinds of things come playoff time. Um, and that's the thing. Chris Paul doesn't have that track record. He's got a track record of rubbing people the wrong way come playoff time. Yeah, he has, yeah that's you know, true. Rallying yeah. the troops. Now, maybe this is a different side of Chris Paul. Maybe his time in Houston, you know, changed him, you know, whatever the case may be. Um, but who knows? Um, so, I don't know. Those are some of the thoughts I had with that. But, you Fair know, speaking enough, of yeah. the playoffs and whatnot, Chris, 